don't know how it's going to go. Oh, yeah. Golly. I never in a million years would have done that. Yeah, I, I, I worked hung over that. my whole life. We showed up hungover. I know. Uh, yeah. hungover when you work. It was suck. And you may not have been the most productive 19-year-old out there. Now. But damn it, you showed up. What in East Dallas is going on? I'm Camille. And I'm Rich. And Rich, today, you're going to be so excited. We have... I can't wait. Tommy Donahue, who runs Milo Butterfingers. Milo Butterfingers. But we're going to talk about something else, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to talk about something else. The Greenville Avenue St. Patty's Day Parade. Which we're all looking forward to. Okay, so Hayes, you just heard him. Hayes. Yes, I'm here. He is here. And guess what color Hayes is wearing? Orange. Did you do it on purpose? (laughs) Yeah, I did it on purpose. Okay. Totally. Yeah. So he's my one green shirt. In the spirit for St. Patty's Day. I'm already in the spirit, so. No, you match good. Your hat's got a little green in it. Yeah. Tyler State Park. Hey. All right, Tommy, welcome to What in East Dallas is Going On, the podcast. Uh, We are so stoked to have you to not just learn more about the uh, the parade, but there was something that we were talking about before we pushed record, and that is differentiating. Is it? That's a good word, right? Differentiating. Yeah. yeah. Um, the block party that happens on Lower Greenville, which is uh, very, uh, you know, wheels off, wheels off, mm-hmm. rails off, tree, <laughs> everything's na- off, everything's, everything's off. off. <laughs> yeah. And the parade, which so I, I actually didn't know that. So can you kind of? Can you just talk about that for just a second? Well, I might have to take more than a second on yeah. that. Yeah, um, because what I really need to do is start at the beginning of the parade okay. to get to the point of differentiating us. Beginning um, of when it started? Yes. Okay. So in 1979 was our first year. Mm-hmm. And at that time, the parade went from Ross Avenue up to Mockingbird. It came uh, north. Oh, wow. And yeah. I just happened to be home from college on spring break, and uh, I think it was our first day back. And I think St. Patrick's Day fell on a Friday that year, and um, we were in a bar on Lower Greenville, somewhere around where Greenville Bar and Grill was, and uh, don't remember which one. But uh, all of a sudden, everybody it was a bar. Yeah, everybody <laughs> in the bar got up and walked outside, and. I was like, what's going on? What's going on? They said, oh, it's a parade. So we walked outside, about maybe 12, 15 minutes worth of pickup trucks, a couple of beer trucks, a yeah. convertible with the, the local city councilman. And, and like I said, 15 minutes, it was, it was over. And we all walked back in the bar and had a drink. And I said, well, wow, that was different you know mm-hmm. that was kind of neat and uh did they throw moon pies uh no i don't remember that part but uh <laughs> so so that look i used to love going to parades tommy yeah. for that reason because i knew that we were going to be able to catch all the, the moon pies the moon were pies. easier to catch because you know they're so big oh, yeah. yeah yeah well i was a veteran of quite a few mardi gras at that point being in college nice. um we would make the annual trek down to new orleans as most college kids did at that time and uh you know, I said, wow, that's, you know, that's kind of different, but it certainly isn't, you know, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And I I said, God, this could be so much bigger, so much better. Well, watch out what you wish for, right? right. <laughs> um, so uh, another year or two passed, and I kind of got out of college and came back to town. And uh, I'd been moonlighting through college in the summers, working in the bar business here in Dallas, and uh, talked our bar into having a, 
a pickup truck with a keg in the back and joining the parade. Why not? So I think it was around 81 or 82 that we, we joined the parade. And, you know, for about eight years, it, it did the trek from Ross up to um, Mockingbird. Um, about 1988, uh, the city said, no, the residents here, this has become too crazy. They're sick of it. People are throwing beer cans in the yard. And, it, you know, it had become, you know, quite the event around that area where the yeah. block party is now. And uh, they said, yep, no permit, no parade. Well, all the media attention it got that year, everybody decided to have what we called the unparade, where everybody decided to drive around the circle, drink beer, and then congregate on that corner. And about two or three hours into it, there was so many people in the street, you, you couldn't get cars down the street anymore. Wow. So That's the so city- crazy. We're talking to an OG. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, legend. seriously, a legend. Yeah. So the city brought barricades out and, you know, last minute and threw them up and, and uh, tried to control it as best they could. And so the next year we decided to form the Greenville Avenue Area Business Association. I say we, I was part of the people that were pushing for it, but I wasn't a board member yet. A uh, man named John Ahern, who owned Cardinal Puffs at the time, mm-hmm. started it uh, along with Valerie Barrett, who Barrett Optical up in Old Town and oh, yeah. um, a couple other people. And we were able to procure a permit with the understanding that we would no longer be on Lower Greenville. We would go from what the present route is, like Park Lane down to uh, SMU Boulevard. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, they thought that would end, end their problem on Lower Greenville. Well, as soon as the parade was over, everybody decided to go back because they'd had so much fun the year before. And once again, they had to close the street about an hour or two into it. Sure. And the city was like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? What are we going to oh, do? And finally, awesome. after about two or three years of chaos, they said, look, the only way we can do this is to control it. So they got with the the vendors down there in the, in the bars, uh, Stan's Blue Note and, and, yes. and a bunch, and said, you know, we're going to fence it off, and you guys can sell beer in the street, and this way we can control it, and we're just going to put roadblocks up and divert traffic. So that's how the block party started. Um, it was huh, uh, very cool. Yeah, it was because they had to. Um, they didn't have a choice. And <laughs> People were going to come. To this <laughs> day, that's why the block party still exists, is because they have to control the chaos. It gets crazy Amazing. over there. Okay, yeah. so if you haven't been to the block party, he's referring to a block party that is on Lower Greenville, and it gets insane. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, so it's right there in front of like Torelli's and all that, yeah, right? Yep. Torelli's and <laughs> yep. yeah, all the, it gets, um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, uh, people consuming alcoholic beverages and, um, some other yeah. crazy stuff happening, Just, but it, it is interesting fun. side note on that. You mentioned Torelli's, um, Jeannie Torelli, um, husband was John Ahern who started the Greenville Avenue Berry. Oh, okay. He owned Cardinal Puffs. Okay. They divorced and. John's since passed oh, away, wow. but um, Jeannie opened Torelli's, and her daughter Amanda Torelli yeah. uh, runs it now. And very cool. Uh, but that's just a little side time. note. There's a yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. A, a so many connections. connections, so many connections. Right. Yes, but the block party is totally different than the parade. So we yeah. want to make sure people realize that. Yeah. So just to be clear, one is family friendly. Yes. That would be the parade. I guess. Because the block party is really, you know, adults and you get to be twenty one to get in there, right? Don't you have to be twenty one to get into the 
the block party. party. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. So okay. it's free. It's it's free as far as I know. I I, I don't have anything to do with it, so I really yeah. can't answer yeah, those he's questions. Just, he's just an okay. OG. But I, well, when I went, I remember it was free. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I haven't been in years. And if you see any pictures of me somewhere <laughs> out there, please oh return them because that would be bad. I went pre-kids. After I had kids, I only did the parade. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it, and it is fun. And, you know, honestly, it's been reasonably, the block party's actually been reasonably safe, too. Like, you, know, you would think something like that would get out of control, but oh, people seem to be pretty, you know, well, I mean, they're drunk, but... It's not dangerous. I think most of the problems are after they shut it down around six, seven o'clock and people go elsewhere. Right. And then that's when there's problems. Chaos. We lived on Miller, Uh which is right past Torelli's, like Mm -hmm. two blocks. And uh, we would sit on our porch after the block party let out and there would just be people stumbling through the neighborhood. Oh my gosh. And we would just kind of have a party that night just for that, just to watch. Watch everybody. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Anyway. He was like, who's that guy over there in the dress? Right, That was probably me, Hayes. (laughs) So how how many flights do y'all have in the parade now, usually on average? Um, that's, that's really hard to say as far as floats, uh, entries. Um, we've always tried to be around a hundred okay. entries, um, give or take, there might be as many as 120 or as wow. low as 80 something. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. it just depends on the year, but, um, we've been consistently around a hundred, 90 to a hundred. All right. So when did the parade start? 1979. Okay. And then through 87, it was on lowest Greenville, lower Greenville. Yep. And then in 89 to the present day, it's been on upper Greenville. Upper Greenville. Right. And now you can go, I can't remember. You can go to DallasSTPP.com. That's DallasSTPP.com to go look at the map. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Yes. <laughs> Tommy. You know, and just to be clear, so that the parade is actually sponsored by the Dallas Mavericks, Mark Cuban. Um, he saved the parade, uh, what was it, eight years ago? Eight, nine, ten years ago. Nine, and he's, ago, yeah. he's been uh, our major sponsor ever since. Um, without him, there would be no parade. Yeah. So if you see Mark, tell him thank you. Go to a Mavs game, support the Mavs. Okay. But you also have a number of sponsors now uh, Comerica, University Crossing, uh, Dallas Blonde, Dart, uh, Dallas, um, or Deep Ellum Brewing Company, 7 Eleven, you know, and then the media, everybody in the media shows up. So you guys have quite a bit of uh, sponsors. Well, we have to. um, You know, let me say this we are a, a, a charitable organization. We try to sponsor. Uh, the three local high schools in our area, we try to sponsor scholarships for graduating seniors. Really? At North Dallas High School, Woodrow Wilson, and I can't think of the other one on Park Lane there. Um, I can't think of the name. Park but, Lane. Uh, yeah. Um, we uh, we try to give at least you know three scholarships to graduating seniors at each one of those schools. Oh, cool. I so had no idea. Yeah, I didn't either. A lot of people don't know that. So that's what we try to do. So we, we try to raise enough money and then have a little left, left over for that. Um, amazing. Yeah, it's, it is. It really it's is Fusion amazing. Academy? No, it's not. No. Um, 
you say it, I'll know it. But. We'll, we'll find it. So this year, just so everybody knows, the, the parade is on March 11th. Yes. Okay, which happens to be on my birthday. All right. So, so it's going to be a big celebration, apparently, for my birthday. We'll throw that in there. I'm going um, to bring a cake just so I can at least blow out a candle at the parade. Yeah, you should. I, so we, we were, I believe we're going to be doing a live recording from, uh, yeah. from um, where are we going to be at? We think we're going to be at Specs. Seagulls. Seagulls. I think Oops. we're going to try and set you up at Seagulls next to CW33, which is broadcasting the parade live. Okay. TV. Yay. Yeah. Yeah, so CW33. If you can't get down there, watch CW33, and you can see all the floats. So, yeah, yeah. let me say this about, you know, how much how many sponsors we have. Back in uh, 1989, in those first few years, uh, we could throw the whole parade for under $10,000. Wow. Um, you know, the police would work for... Um, free, and we'd give them Tom Barrett Optical would give them Ray Bans and Desperados would give them breakfast tacos, and they did it as oh, a, yeah. as a Hell, volunteer. I'd do, it. I'd do it for those <laughs> breakfast tacos and the Ray Bans. Jeez. So, so now they require us to have uh, oh, about probably 150 cops, including corporals. And holy, and, are you and, serious? Oh, we got sergeants, corporals, lieutenants, wow. command center. You know, EMS, all these, all these other things that they make us pay for. The parade now costs close to two hundred thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! So So. that, but obviously over time things have changed. But it's also grown too. So because it gets you know one hundred and fifty thousand plus people. We now have to have barricades all the way from Park Lane on both sides of the street, all the way down SMU Boulevard. Wow! Good night. And then clean up, and then one hundred thousand dollars for the police bill. Um, So yeah. (sighs) Um, it's, it's crazy what it's become. So it's, and it's hard to find sponsors because they want to know what they get back for their bank for their buck. And Mm -hmm. it's like, well, we'll put your name on the barricades. You know, what else can we offer? It's not like a lot of things where, you know, you, you have a a sign for six months or something. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of work to try and get people to come in and support this every year and. We're lucky to have the sponsors that we do, especially Mark Cuban. Wow. Well, okay. So you actually sit on the board. Yes. Correct. Yes. Okay. So what does that entail? Like, how do people get involved in, in that? What, and what all do you do? Well, we it, pretty much our only job is to throw this parade. So we meet pretty heavily for about the three months leading right. up to the parade. But we meet year round um, with ideas, and we have follow up after the parade. We meet with city staff and see what went right, what went wrong. Um, but we do, we do have one gentleman that is our parade coordinator, and he he throws uh, the Day of the Dead parade in Houston and Dallas. So he, he, this is what he does for a living. So he's he's our only hired staff, and uh, he's very good at what he does. Gosh, gotcha. that would be a, a fun job. Like, it would what, be. What, but I'm what do you do? That's not what he'll tell you. Yeah, I bet it's a job. <laughs> what yes. do you do? I, th- I throw parade. <laughs> big parties for a hundred thousand people. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I tell you what, we're going to be right back. Uh, you know, Tommy, just so you know, he has a, a really interesting story, personal story that I would mm-hmm. love for you to share. Sure. Um, in the second half yeah, and more, and he does a lot of philanthropy work. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah. So yeah, let's just put it this way. Tommy is one of our better, more involved community people that it's here in East Dallas. Well, thank you. We appreciate you. All right, we'll be right back with Tommy Donahue.
Did you know that East Dallas has over 200,000 residents? And over 1.1 million visitors every single month. And, and you, you have, have the, the opportunity, opportunity to reach them. If you're interested in partnering up with us on the website, visit eastdallas.com. Or on this show at What in East Dallas is Going On. Connect with us. Our email is connect at visiteastdallas.com. That's connect at visiteastdallas.com. Thank you for supporting the show. And thank you for being a part of East Dallas. And we're back with Tommy Donahue, Greenville Avenue Area Business Association board member. Correct. Yes. And they host the uh, Dallas Mavericks St. Patty's Day Parade. Yes. yes. Host, host or uh, orchestrate? Both. 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 Mm, yes. They do it host, all. Host, orchestrate, put it together. Clean it, it up. Clean it up. Clean it up. That's the worst job. Yeah. You know, first of all, this is, it's a free event yes. for all families, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that that's awesome. We've worked very hard at that. Yeah. And okay. speaking of families real quick, so I want to give a quick shout out to one of our new partners. Yes. Uh, Montessori Children's House and School yes. of Dallas, located Fan- on Abrams Road in Lake Highlands. Yes. Fantastic school. A beautiful school. Sits on three and a half green acres. Right Which there. is amazing. Yeah. Right there in the city. Yep. So guys, look, here's the thing. Don't send your kids just to some regular uh, daycare where they're not really learning anything because Camille Hayes, we all have kids. Yes. Yes. Right. And you know, between three and six is a pretty critical age. Yeah. Very. So you yeah. want to get them learning stuff. Yeah. So the Montessori school is great. It takes them from three to kindergarten. Yep. So go so, check them out. Yeah, yeah. Check them out. Three to kindergarten. In kindergarten. That's a big deal for a lot of kids. A big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. sooner you can get them learning the better. Yeah. And you can uh, find them on our visitestyles.com website under education. Yeah. So there you go. Cool. You know, uh, Tommy, I mentioned before, you have an, a really cool personal story. Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I would love for you to share it because you said something that sort of uh, got me interested. You said, I would not be doing what I do if that never happened. So it turned out to be a good thing. But can you kind of take us back in time a little bit? Yeah, in 1981, I was a senior in college. Um, I was home for uh, Christmas holidays, and um, being a starving college kid, I ran out of gas on the side of the road about midnight on a very cold, rainy night in January. Um, I was at the Clover Leaf that used to be, now is the High Five, but um, I was about halfway through Clover Leaf, uh, going from 75 to 635 West. And so I hitchhiked, got gas can, kids he, dropped me off. He hitchhiked, off. y'all. Yeah. Just let that just roll around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. People would still pick you up then. A couple yeah. of kids picked me up, took me to 7-Eleven. I got a gas can, uh, came back and poured gas in the back of my car. And about halfway through pouring it in the back of my Camaro, I all of a sudden was on the ground. Somebody had hit me between the bumpers, hit and run. And uh, what? it was raining, and I thought that, I was just wet from the rain, but I was wet because I had a, my have my legs sticking out of <laughs> my my skin. So wow. I wait. So a car. So you're yeah. you're obviously on. I'm just trying to picture this here. You're obviously on the road. So on the on the road. It's side. on the inside shoulder of the clover leaf. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Okay. They were probably highway. only going about 15, 20 miles an hour. But the fact that two cars i'm in between two cars it crushed crushed both my legs below Uh, the knee so how did they did they hit you from the back or the side the the gas 
was in the back of the car. It wasn't on the side then. So okay. they hit me between the bumpers. Um, I never saw them. By the time I figured out I'd been hit, they were gone. What, what were you thinking? You you just suddenly found yourself on the ground? Yeah, I realized somebody had hit me, and I just laying there. I didn't know what to do. I couldn't move. My, both my legs were broke below the knee. I was kind of under my car, and like I said, it was raining. Um, and then finally this girl leaned out the window and said, are you all right? I said, no, I've been hit. And you had jeans on him. I had jeans on. So did you look down and see? No, blood? I couldn't, I couldn't see anything. It was dark and like, I was, you know, pretty much under the car. And, uh, what time was this during the day? I think it was about midnight. Oh, so it was late. Okay. January 9th. I was on my way home to my parents' house. Um, so I'd oh been to Fort God. Worth for a hockey game with, uh, one of my friends and we'd come back and I said, Oh shoot, I got to get gas. I, and I stopped at two gas stations and back then they would roll up the pumps at midnight. Oh, That's yeah. how I know what time it was. Cause they were like, Oh, sorry. We just rolled turned up. off the pumps, you know? Yeah. So I was trying to make Preston road and I didn't make it. So, um, anyway, long story short, um, wow. three weeks of surgery going every other day. They finally decided to take my right leg off. And uh, at that point I'd been in so much pain. I was like, fine if I, it's going to make me quit hurt and take it off yeah and wow. uh so wow. um you know i trudged on being 21 years old i was young and it was below knee so i bounced back pretty quick um you know got on two feet and um what that made me realize was at, at that point i found myself as a follower uh you know and through college you know somebody'd say hey let's let's go over and do this and i say okay let's do that you know even sure. though i didn't think it was a good idea maybe yeah. like cow tipping or whatever you do as a college kid, you know, cow so, tipping. <laughs> yeah. I remember yeah. doing that. Well, <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, I had so many people support me through the accident. I had still had my high school friends, I had my college friends. I had people that worked in the bars that I'd worked in, in the summers, everybody was supporting me, telling me how awesome I was. And I was like, you know, I guess I am pretty awesome. And so from that point on, I became what I like to think is a leader. I started wanting to do things and, coordinate things. And that's how I became involved in the parade and involved in two or three other charities now. And, you know, it, it just gave me the motivation to, to know that I had something in me. And I don't think I ever would have done that. Maybe I would, but I don't know. But that, that was wow. the, the kicking point in my life yeah. to realize that I had a lot more to give. So did wow. you, did you realize at that moment, like, I guess some people, uh, Camille, it's like they have a moment of life is short yeah. And I want to maximize the time I'm here. Was it one of those? I don't know if it was immediate, but yes, I would definitely say that as as I recovered, that definitely stuck in my mind that, oh, my God, I got a second chance here. I got to make the most of it. So, Gosh. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. so now you do the Legapalooza, which I didn't even know existed. Yeah, so he's tell wearing us a, about you're that. You're wearing a Legapalooza yeah. shirt, which is super cool, by the way. Great name. Like, I'd yeah. love to get one of those. Oh, I got plenty. Yeah, oh, good. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> what happened is uh, I they did an article in the Dallas Morning News about my story and trying me trying to find the girl that saved my life on the side of the road because I I'd never really met her. Um, you would like you said you would have bled out. Yeah, like, yeah. you would have died right there on yeah. the side of the road. So I was having breakfast every day at the Oasis on Greenville Avenue, mm-hmm. and at that point, James Raglan, who wrote for the Morning News, he wrote a column. He would be there, you know, a couple of days a week, and we we would get to know each other. And I told him my story, and he said, "Well, whatever happened to the girl?" And I said, "I don't know." Huh. And he says, 
do you know her name? I said, I think my mom wrote it down back in the, you know, at the time. So he did some research, wrote an article about man looking for his guardian angel. <clears throat> he found her. We did a follow-up. I got to meet her. Wow. And it was really cool. It was in 2004, so it was like 25 years wow. later. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Did she read the story? And Well, her he got a hold of the mom, and she, the mom said, um, that's my daughter's name, but it couldn't have been her because I'd never heard that story. Well, the daughter had never told a soul that she helped me. What? Oh my wow. Yeah. Very strong. Wow. Was, was she worried her parents were going to be upset if she was well, out till midnight? <laughs> no, no. She was on her yeah. way home from work. But, okay. Um, but yeah, she's a very private person, and she never wanted to, you know, try to send Christmas cards and stuff. My mom and I would, but she wanted, didn't want any notoriety. And what? through that article, I got to meet uh, a woman that started the local support group for amputees, and she came to the bar, and I was working, and said, hey, we have an amputee support group. We'd love to have you come. And I said, ladies, look, do I look like I need a support group? And they said, no, 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 you don't understand. We, that's why we need you. We yeah. need you to show other people. A mentor. Yeah, the, what what you can do, even yeah. though, you know. So I said, oh, I'll go to a couple of meetings. They're very nice ladies. And, and so I went, and I immediately got completely inspired. Wow. I People were telling their stories, and I'm like, oh, my God, I thought I had a story. Listen to this guy. You know, it's fantastic. Yeah. So I got motivated, and I found out I could be a peer visitor. And go to hospitals and visit new amputees, which I'd always wanted to do. Someone did that for me when I was losing my leg. One of the nurses had a friend, and that made me realize that I could do this. Yeah. And wow. so I got that opportunity. And after being involved for four or five years, I was out to brunch with some friends, and they said, when are we going to have another leg party? And I said, <laughs> what I would do is I'd get a new leg, and we'd christen it by drinking out of the play. <laughs> <Out of> the- <laughs> That's hilarious. Gosh. Yeah, so we, Tommy, you know, Chris and... He, he is Irish, by the way. You, you were how much? Uh, 99% according <laughs> to Ancestry.com. <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. And he happens yeah. around the St. Daddy, yeah. uh, St. Patty's Day Parade. So that actually happened at Mardi Gras in 1984. A Scottish sailor convinced me to drink out of my leg, and it's it's been a staple of mine ever since. Tradition. So, <laughs> wow. Man, you, I tell you what, you, uh, Tommy, you're an inspiration. Well, thank you. You know, because... Yeah. You know, there's probably people that have, that are listening to this show even right now who have gone yeah. through some sort of tragedy or some sort of life event, right, Hayes? Yeah, I mean, sure. that they are maybe down and out, but hey, there's a whole other life after that. Yeah. yeah. So what do you do at Legapalooza? Well, we do pretty much the same thing that we do on St. Patrick's Day at Milo Butterfingers. We fence off the parking lot, we put the band shell up, and we have bands play, and we have raffles and auctions, and... We try to raise around fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year to support this this group, and we now are one of the largest sport groups in the country. When you have money, you can people keep coming back. So we do <laughs> some wonderful great. things for local amputees. Yeah, I love oh I love the fact that he took what happened to him, and you're you're making direct impact in our in our mm-hmm. community right here. Mm-hmm. Gosh, good humans are still out there. They are. What month do you all usually do that event? Uh, it's now in. Late September, early October, I always do it on a Sunday where I can pretty much commandeer the whole bar. And uh, we have to wait till the Jerry's schedule comes out because we don't want to go up against <laughs> right, uh, the Cowboys. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. So yeah, yeah, when yeah. they play on Monday night, you can pretty much be assured that that Sunday is Legapalooza. Okay, we're, you won't have so to funny. remind us so we can put it okay. on our event page and help you promote it. All right, well, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. That is smart, though. See? It's smart. I'll wait for the Cowboys schedule. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. our year this year. 
<laughs> Come on. Gosh. No, it's not. Hayes, Hayes, more optimism here. More I'm optimism. Not, no, I'm not from Texas. I know. So uh, Hayes is a um, undercover uh, Redskins. Yeah. Uh, not Redskins. Yeah. Commanders. Commanders. Fan. I yeah. grew up in Virginia, so you are where you grew up. No, I'm sorry to hear that, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Okay, so back to the fe- back to the parade. Mm-hmm. Okay, so man, this it seems complicated. You know, just to put everything together, like yeah. how do you guys organize all the floats? And so there's an application you can go to the website. Once again, that's Dallas stpp.com and you can fill out an application or whatever to mm-hmm. be in the parade. Yeah. And how do you guys determine like who's first, who's second, who's last? Well, that's that's beneath my pay grade. Okay. Um, I have people that do that, um, but they uh, they try to mix it up to where you don't have the same kind of stuff right next to each other. Uh-huh. You know, you want to have a a musical, you know, float followed by something else. You don't want two you musical floats. Two yeah. musical floats back to back where Competing. they're drowning each other out. You know, <laughs> yeah. I've heard that and it is horrible. It's terrible. Gosh, don't do that. I'll tell you what the biggest. Uh, problem we have is that it always falls during spring break so we we right. would love to have uh, high school bands but we can't get one that can get the kids to commit to yeah. not being oh, yeah because yeah they're very I, taken off okay so are there other any other like nuances about the parade because we don't know how this stuff happens and how you know it just seems like a a, a lot well in the in the early years as we've talked about uh, there was uh you know, it was kind of a rowdy, more bar-oriented, maybe some nefarious-type bars. Uh-huh. And that's kind of the reputation it had when it came up from Lower Greenville. We we wanted to be that, you know, crazy. You know, we had uh, the guy from Howard Stern was our grand marshal. You know, we tried to be really yeah. crazy. But the city, you know, fought us every year with, you know, making it really hard to have the parade. They, they obviously didn't want us to do it. Why? Well, it's, you know, because it didn't fit their you know what it wasn't family friendly for yeah. one they got a lot oh, of complaints back then. Yeah. yeah back then I see. so yeah. we you know as a board we worked very very hard to clean it up make it very family friendly and as we did that and got people like mark cuban involved now the city supports us wholeheartedly i mean i think it's definitely better family friendly yes. yeah you know? well the i'm just thinking about the uh, revenue generate uh, generating that it does right i mean that yeah. seems like and and that's the other thing you the sponsor doesn't want to come on and then on the news all they're showing is what went wrong or what was yeah you know yeah. The, the bad things so yeah. it's risky for them so yeah we've we've become family friendly we've uh we've shed that that reputation that we had in the early years and We've worked very hard to disassociate ourselves with the block party, which is just a drunken, rowdy, fenced-in <laughs> party. party. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, which yeah. is fine. Which is yeah, it's still, fine. Still There's good. a place for that. It's nice that they're separate locations, yes. so you can be different. Okay, so talk to us about the St. Patty's Day Dash. Well, we're not involved in that either, but we okay. work um, try to work hand in hand with them. We have. Uh, joint meetings with the city okay. uh, to where we share um, fencing, toilets, things like that, to where it takes a little burden off of of the amount of things that the city requires us to have. Okay. Mm-hmm. If they pay for the barricades for their part and let us use them afterwards or, and you know, there's so many uh, portalettes that you have to have for 100,000 people. Sure. Right, right. <clears throat> and it's, it's hard to, you know, there's a lot 
for you know fifty bucks a piece. Yeah. <laughs> so when you have Jeez. hundreds of them, it costs yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. So right. you know if they pay for a certain amount of those and let us share them, um, it, it helps. So we work hand in hand with them. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I did do that, and that is a lot of fun too. Um, I can't remember the route that you could go to runproject.org. That's runproject.org, and you can see you can just look at everything that you they know. have a little bit different route this year they're going to they? uh congregate at energy square i believe and not um not the uh costco oh, costco no whatever parking lot at lovers there that they normally oh gotcha okay <clears throat> oh um, not whole foods central, central market. market central market yeah. okay Take central market crispy cream yeah. Yeah. central market wouldn't let them uh, congregate anymore so they moved it across the street to energy square okay really yeah i wonder why that is Central market. Probably parking. So what time does the parade start? I believe it starts at 11 a.m. Okay. Okay. Park Lane. It's usually, um, you know, Milo Butterfingers is the end of the parade, and we usually start seeing our first floats around noon in front of us. About an hour. Yeah, it's a good hour, and uh, it's usually over by 115-ish by me, and... uh, then the cleanup begins on the streets, and then my party begins at Milo's. Um, got Jackie Don Lowe playing in the parking lot. What? Shamrock and Soul, I think we're calling it. Um, but wow. we'll have a, we'll have a party all afternoon. Be. Yeah. That's better than the block party. <laughs> Way so. better than the block party. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that sounds fun to yeah. me. I mean, yeah. I, I, I can't wait. Yeah. Too bad Hayes isn't going to be I there. I'm going to be on spring break. He's going to be on spring break. Yeah, so, you know, just a couple of more of the sponsors. You got Versa Printing. You got the Doubletree right there. You got Buyers Barricades, who, you know, supplies the barricades. Got Half Price Books, which is uh, yeah. this they, one right over here. They let us organize all the floats at Half Price Books. They've been a lifesaver for us the last wow. few years. Yes. You know, I didn't even think about anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Get everybody in line. Man. Okay, so you, Tommy, just real quick, you're involved in a couple other organizations. Uh, we were talking about that mm-hmm. once again before we were recording. Uh, yeah, can you kind of go into those just a little bit? Yeah, like a palooza that I throw, I'm now the president of the Dallas Amputee Network, the cool. lady that came to make me join the <laughs> the group uh, reluctantly at first. Uh, she passed away unexpectedly a few years ago, and I was kind of pushed into the leadership role. So we uh, we organized a board of directors because I wasn't going to raise the money and spend it. So we, now we have a board that decides where the money goes. But um, I'm also involved at the Fraternal Order of the Eagles as a trustee. Yes. yes. So all you East Dallas people that love the pool. It's awesome. Um I'm a board member of Giving Moss, which is an East Dallas charity that um, sponsors um, families trying to get their feet on the ground. And um, we mentor these families for a couple of years to make sure that they have a way to get to work and um, don't over budget and and uh, get bank accounts set up and things like that. So wow. what else do I do? Um Gosh. do parade. I do... Doing a lot. Yeah. yeah. You are really involved. I tell you what, if we just had 5% of everybody get involved like he does, man, we could solve the problems of the world. <laughs> right. Jeez. I wish I had somebody else to go to meetings for me, but uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, I get that. But yeah, thank you for everything that you <laughs> no, do. Yeah. Thank you. Seriously. Thanks I mean, for the opportunity. No, this Talk. is great. And I, I think, you know, highlighting, you know, people like yourself, that's 
why we're here to be yeah. honest with you. I'm, you know, and this is a great fun event. Uh, obviously it attracts way more than just East Dallas people. A hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. people come from all over the Metroplex to come to the parade and it's awesome. I th- I'm honored to be talking to an OG, a legend, I know. <laughs> you know, like, especially in the block party. When you see this guy, why everyone's going to see this guy over here and you need to know that that guy is one of the originals. Yeah. Like, you know, do you ever go to that? When was the last block party you went to actually? Had to be in the nineties. Really? I'm, it's, it's my busiest day of the year at Milo's uh, by yeah. four or five times. So yeah. Yeah. I, I pretty much about there about 18, 20 hours that day, so I can't get away. <laughs> Go check out Milo's Butterfingers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the parade. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, stop in there. Look at the menu. Look at the website. Yes, Hayes. Uh, for, Hayes the, for the people going hand. to the parade, do you have any tricks or tips for parking? Oh, no. dart. Dart. I ride And, and how, how early should they get there? Um, well, as, as I said, it, you know, the time frame is it starts at 11 and it's over by 115 so you know if you take dart you can get there you know close yeah. to 10 o'clock and you're good <clears throat> if you're driving you, you might want to go about seven in the morning if you're going to try to find that okay. one or two <laughs> spots. yeah i mean parking spots um okay. you know most of the spots along the parade route are now um you know you have to buy them um they sell oh they sell yeah. the, the the spots along the by right office depot yeah. okay. and mm-hmm. those are all Hey, yeah. that's a great question, Hayes. Thank you. Question. Thank you. So I'm ride concerned dart. about parking. <laughs> Hayes with a question with a great question. Great question. This is what we'll be hearing. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And obviously okay. Uber, Lyft, and, uh, you know, but um, they're expensive that day. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, your best bet is to go to a dart station north or south. That's and a great tip. Take it. Yeah. And they're a sponsor. So don't forget that. So go get dart. Yeah. 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 been a the good partner. All right. Well, Camille... Hayes, I could talk to Tommy for forever on all the things that you're doing, to be honest with you. So thank you. Well, we'll come back and talk another time about something else. Yeah. Well, I want to highlight Legapalooza. I want to highlight Legapalooza, yeah. too. So, man, just let us know. Yeah, we'll have a date in May that we'll when we'll pick our day, and, and okay. uh, we'll come back. and Perfect, because I want to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, I mean, can, we can record live there. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one, Camille. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm in. Okay. All right. Well, I tell you what, we have a lot going on in March. I mean, March is obviously a, a wonderful time of year around here, right? If we can, uh, we have to bob and weave the weather. Spring. But, yeah. But, you know, weather. Yeah. Like, like tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. Pretty nasty. Is it? Really? Oh, man. Oh. But, hey, but again, a lot of events, a lot of things happening here in East Dallas. So, you know, go to the website, visit eastdallas.com to find out there's everything that's going on what's going on submit your event to us if you want it posted on the website yeah and we're here to host too just let us know yeah we're here to host here to host your event MC it MC. it's yeah. always fun a lot of fun all right tommy thanks again for coming on the show yeah, thank and, you so much yeah and everything that you're doing once again uh hey once again the the website is dallas stpp.com for all the parade information that'll have the map that'll have the application stuff it'll take you to the 5k uh, if you want to do that so just hey go there and you can find all the all the information right the, there everything you're gonna need all right march 11th is my birthday hey, woo, woo. Woo, woo, woo. happy birthday let's throw a parade for your birthday yeah let's do it i'm in it's your birthday it is my birthday all right y'all 
we will see you next time. Camille, what in East Dallas is going on? I don't know. Stick around. We'll find out. All right. See you guys next week.